April 13th, 2020, Arizona. 3,539 cases of coronavirus have been confirmed and 115 have died. Two residents take chloroquine phosphate, a fish tank cleaner, after mistaking a line from the president to take the malaria pill chloroquine as a preventative measure against COVID-19. One died, one went to intensive care. Pro tip, neither fish tank cleaner nor malaria medication will help prevent the spread. This stuff isn't just in the news, this is the news. Every single person on this planet's life has changed in the last few weeks. Some change has been inconsequential, while some has been drastic. 17 million people have applied for unemployment, with 530,000 cases in the United States and 23,000 deaths. It's become a numbers game, with the news reporting it almost like it's a giant scoreboard in which common sense and decency are the losing team. With these enormous numbers, it's easy to look at this from the outside and feel detached from it, especially when most of us are generally unaffected by it. A lot of the working class has been deemed essential, and we continue on with our day jobs. A lot of the working class has been told to go home and hope the channels of collecting unemployment clear up in time to afford groceries. Some are on paid leave, some can't leave because there's nobody to watch their kids. We're all quarantined and watching to see what happens next, day by day. It's easy to feel disconnected, but it's important to stay connected, to communicate. Lots of lives are changing temporarily, while some people are hitting times that they may not be able to recover from. I clean pools. It isn't glamorous, but it pays the bills. I inhale enough chlorine, not chloroquine, to kill anything inhabiting my lungs. The business of cleaning pools has been deemed essential. It makes sense, really. You can't have big bodies of water turning into swamp sludge in your backyard. While many people have been ordered to stay home, I'm still out and about at my job that's kept me socially distanced for almost a year. That is, until all of this happened, and now I can't go a day without half a dozen people coming out back to greet me, breaking my usual social distancing parameters. I've got a job. And I'm grateful for it when I see and hear the stories of people losing their source of income every day. My sister-in-law lost her job, and my wife's hours have been cut in the last month. All this comes weeks before our previously planned exodus to Colorado. Moving state during a pandemic should prove interesting, and I'll keep you up to date as it goes. While grocery shopping, a man leaned in close to us to inform in whispered tones that the store was receiving a shipment of toilet paper at 7 o'clock. A woman, six feet away from me in line, starts up a friendly conversation, telling me that mankind has always had some form of social distancing, even since Adam and Eve. She goes on to tell me how much she's been enjoying the quality time she's been getting with her grandchildren that she's never had before. Then she goes on to the elderly cashier, who informs her that the reason she doesn't have a face mask is because she can't find one anywhere. I have a face mask coming in the mail, and until it arrives, I'm using a bandana when I go into stores. Working a job where I'm 10 miles away from home and at people's personal residences, I don't really have a place to go for the facilities. So I walk into these places that are supposed to be reserved for vital reasons only. All of this comes at a time when the flowers and plants of the Arizona desert are in full bloom. 
considering that mild signs of the coronavirus include a mild cough, a runny nose, and an itchy throat. Could it be asymptomatic? Could I be a threat to everyone around me like some sort of walking biological weapon? Or could it be allergies? Could it be my bronchitis? Could I just be smoking too many cigarettes? Some advice has been to limit your drinking if you're a drinker and to limit your smoking if you're a smoker. It makes you a higher risk to get more severe symptoms of COVID-19. The world in the state that it's in now makes it way easier to drink more than I should and smoke like a chimney, while I wonder how in the hell we're going to move to Colorado with a full-on hysterical panic sweeping the nation. As much as I wish I had all the free time in the world to create, to write my books, to make my podcasts, I am grateful that I remain employed, that I have a job waiting for me in Colorado. And to be honest, there isn't a whole lot I can do besides remain safe and courteous to high-risk people by wearing a mask, washing my hands, and keeping my distance from people. I'll stay home and I'll watch Gossip Girl with my family while drinking strong beers and yelling at dang Serena Vanderwoodson for being such an insufferable jerk while my hatred for the 1% increases with each sip of my sanitized beer bottles. But as a creator, there's something more I can do for everyone. I can share the stories my friends and family tell me. I can take these stories of people and how the coronavirus has rocked their world or brought their community together. This major event is more than just a scoreboard for the news to show off every half an hour. The numbers do matter, but not as much as the lives of the people who are actually being affected by this monumental event in world history. I'm here to bring you stories, both good and bad. I'll be interviewing the people in my life to ask them what's going on, how this affects them, what they plan to do moving forward. We all know that things are intense right now, and we know that moving forward into the future, things are going to change forever. Whether that's good or not is completely up to us. In a world where Walmart cart retrievers are wearing World War II gas masks, cops are being called on gatherings larger than three people, and toilet paper might just become the next world currency, it's important to focus on what's important, each other. I'm Alex Anderson, and this is a Counterculture Media production. This is Life in the Coronaverse.